free is cool and all, but free always comes with a price. Today we're going to talk about how to do things on a budget, specifically when it comes to getting things done for free or giving things away for free. We're going to talk about the pros and the cons and what you can do to work around each of these strategies. But first, let's hear a word from our sponsor. So when you are first starting out your business, free is definitely the way that you want to go when it comes to getting your work done. So what am I talking about, about getting things done for free? So a lot of people say it costs to be the boss. You need to invest in order for your business to grow. While all these things are absolutely 100% true, in the beginning, you literally have nothing. Unless you have a savings account or you have properly planned your financials to get started with some funds in your pocket, you're probably going to want to do every single thing on a budget from your business development to your content, to your technology and software that you use to properly operate your business. You're going to do whatever it takes to keep your costs low. So when it comes to operating your business for very cheap or for very low, low cost, there's many things that you can do especially for software. So for software, you can always either use a free trial of a service that software provides, or you can look for the free version of the software you need. For example, um, Microsoft Cost, whether it came with your machine, your computer, your laptop, when you first buy it, or if you have to buy and download the software later on, usually get in the whole office set up, Microsoft Word, Microsoft PowerPoint. Um, I forgot the other ones. <laughs> There's only two I know. I know um, Word and PowerPoint. There's probably, oh, Excel. There's also Excel. Um, using those things is going to cost you. Um, usually you have to pay to get the software or you pay extra when you're get your, getting your machine. And a way to get around there, around it is two different things. Um, one is the free version of the Microsoft Suite, which is like um, LibreOffice. Or um, you can do the actual cloud version, which is Google Drive. And I believe um, the email version of Microsoft is it Outlook. Oh my God, you would think I would know all of these like the back of my hand, but I don't. Um, the email version of Microsoft, which is probably Outlook, they probably have their own um, cloud online based system that you can use to replace Microsoft Word or Microsoft uh, PowerPoint and Excel. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> and the issue with doing the free version is... You always have to look at the upside and the downside of um, using these different tools. Me, I personally love Google Docs because um, I can easily organize everything. It syncs with Google. I can attach it to emails. Anybody else that has a Gmail um, 
email, I can easily share documents with them, make comments, do all kinds of things. So I personally love the G Suite when it comes to everything. Um, I also had experience with LibreOffice, which wasn't as good as Microsoft, but it got the job done. So you have to do a little bit of adjustments when it comes to using different tools. Even for Google, even for the Google Suite, um, I had to make adjustments there because I realized early on that all of my clients do not use the Google uh, Suite. So then we would have to figure out alternatives to make sure that we're uh, properly communicating with each other while we're dealing with these different tasks. And that is the case with a lot of the stuff that usually comes for free. There's usually some type of give and take when it comes to doing things absolutely for free. And sometimes it's not even worth your time. Like I have signed up for so many free trials when it comes to accounting tools, when it comes to CRMs, when it comes to documentation, when it comes to organizing content. Like I have literally sourced so many different free trials and what do people do when they get these free trials they forget that they have the free trial and they all of a sudden get charged that happened to me recently it happened to me recently because I couldn't get um adobe on my computer at home so I had to figure out the free version which is um it's the libre version I believe it's like libre um Oh, I can't think of the name. I'm so bad with names. But it was basically a Libre version of Adobe InDesign. And I did it. Everything was good. The document ended up really nice. And I was even able to share it with the client and get it done. And then I knew I had the trial. And what happened? I believe either... I kept reminding myself because, you know, you got to set that reminder. You got to say, okay, I'm going to cancel this trial on this date and everything will be okay. What ended up happening was the date came. I was going to delete it. The client needed changes. And I was like, "Uh oh, I can't delete it. I need to keep this document on there. So I kept the document on for another day. And by the time the next day came, I got charged for the entire year. And I started freaking out. I just like got frustrated. I had to like email the company, call the company, figure out how to get the refund. But the problem was I still needed to edit the actual document. So then what did I do? I do a copy and paste and I create a new account <laughs> with a free trial. And I had to copy the document over to this other free trial and basically make all the edits that I needed to make, which was a mess. It was a waste of my time. Like if I was to choose all over again, I would have just downloaded. I would have just purchased whatever I needed to purchase, call on whatever support team I need to call on and just download what, what I need to work on the project. So I don't have to worry about these surprise um, charges that show up on my account but these are the challenges like you don't see it when you're in the moment because you're just trying to do what you got to do and you got to grind you got to make it work because that's what we do as entrepreneurs we make it work but then in the midst of all of this making it work type of stuff like you're wasting a lot of time trying to figure out the cheapest free way to do it to keep costs low when essentially you have to learn your foundation, you have to learn your flow, you have to f- learn like how do I get my work to come in for me to get paid for my work and for me to execute that work without running into a bunch of problems because your software and your tools that you're using, even though they're free, 
and they're affordable affordable right now, you don't want those things to hinder your actual work and delay you and either getting more customers or doing great work for your existing customers so they can continue to work with you. Like you don't want the tools to hinder that stuff and, and essentially hinder you from getting paid. So you want to find what works for you, but not have to adjust your life so much that it's completely inconvenient for you and your customers. Another big issue with getting things for free when it comes to a service or a product that you might need is a good one that people think about all the time is education. So Geek Empower, we're switching over from this or or crossing over from doing full-blown design to also teaching design and teaching how to utilize all these different tools to be successful. And as we're switching over, like a part of me was thinking, but education is free. Anybody can go online. Anybody can find the information out there. And there was a couple of people that I had to like study up on and do some research on my own to make sure that I was making the right moves. And the biggest thing that I was so thankful for coming across was this conversation where they talked about how, yes, information is free. If you go on the internet, there's a tons, there's tons of stuff that you can look for that can help you with your particular needs. The problem is a couple of things. One, the internet is literally somebody going to a fire hydrant and knocking it off with a, with a wrench and just water just blazing at your face. Like that is what the internet is. It is so much information coming at you from all angles. And oh my God, even in the beginning of me being an entrepreneur, I was so frustrated with myself because I was consuming so many different articles so many different talks, so many different videos, so many different events where I see all these people doing so many things. And they're like, you need to get your email together. You need to get your uh, social media together. This is the big thing. That's the big thing. Web is the big thing. Data is the big thing. Like so many things were just so essential to do right from the beginning. Like I just felt overwhelmed. I felt lost. I felt like, okay, what is the next right step. And with the internet and having free access to all this information, there is a high risk of not only being overwhelmed, but also getting the wrong information. People are doing what works for them in their situation. And what is so great about being in a position where you can teach is knowing that my whether it's myself or whether it's another organization that I'm not going to be the teacher for everybody. Everybody's not going to be able to learn from me. The information that I give is not going to be for everybody. The information that you're consuming now is not going to be for everybody. But I am going off of really specific experiences as a small black woman-owned business owner. (laughs) I completely screwed up that turn. That's completely screwed up that phrase. But I am going off of my experiences as an entrepreneur for the first time. I'm going off of my experiences of being in tech for four years before transitioning over into design and social media and content and all of that. 
this is me coming from my experiences as a black woman owning a business and I'm delivering my information based off of my experiences where I can help people who are in a specific spot and they have specific needs. I can help them by delivering value to those people. So when it comes to getting things for free, you have to be careful with who is delivering that value to you. Because yes, it's free. Is it going to be helpful? Yes. But is that information for you? Is it for you? Because there's so many different coaches that I came across. And I'm like, wow, that's really important. I need to write that down. I need to write that down. I need to write that down. But then I realized I was not in a position where I can receive this type of information. If that, I hope that makes sense. Like, for example... I knew I needed consistency. I knew I needed an email list. I knew I needed, of course, a website. And I knew I needed like content for social media. But I was fighting this internal battle. Like, yes, I know these things. But I had this internal battle that I had with myself. And I was just like, something doesn't feel right. I'm not believing the words that I'm saying when I'm, when I'm doing video. I'm not believing the words that I'm typing when I am creating my content on social media. And that's why people say like, people can copy, you can try to copy other people all you want. There's a certain passion and there's intent behind what people do when they push their content out there to social media. And if you are not 100% aligned and in tuned with the stuff that you're delivering to everybody else, it shows, it will show. And it showed for me, especially in the beginning, because I was trying to do what everybody else was doing because this is the information that I received and I knew that this was right and I knew that this was the formula. When in reality, I was not in the right mindset to A, understand what made me different from somebody else who was doing the exact same thing because other people do web design. Other people teach web design and they were getting tons of customers tons of customers. Meanwhile, I'm thought I was doing the exact same thing and I'm getting nobody. I'm getting like people paying $20 for a website. Like that was what I was getting. So I was in the wrong mindset of figuring out what I do, what makes me different, who is my customers, what are their problems? Why are they even coming to me in the first place? Because you don't want people to come to you because you're the cheap one. Because that is going to turn into a mess. So I needed different information. I didn't need information about social media and email marketing, all these different things. I needed information about how do I change my mindset from trying to deliver all this copy to, well, what's the value? What's the value in what I'm doing? What am I delivering to my customers? So for me, it took that shift and it might be... And it might be a certain shift that you need in your current state and your current position of where you're at and operating your business. But you won't know going off of anything and anybody who's taking wild guesses on what you need. Like it took me having my mentor and my friend literally talk with me every single week, almost every single day because 
she knew that something was off with the way I was thinking. And like one day she just called out. She was just like, you're jumping all over the place. Like, why are you jumping all over the place? And then I had to talk through all of my thoughts and I had to talk through my process and what I was thinking and why I was thinking it. And it wasn't until then I was like, oh crap, I need to take a step back. Like forget about the social media and all this stuff for a second. Let me just take a step back. So, um, you have to be careful with getting things for free that way because you can take the notes and you can get everything down and you're like, this is really important. Like, it's good to take those notes and get the information, especially while you can get it because there's, there's other people who will give you a like, I just heard the term yesterday. They spoon feed you. Like, they got a whole plate. They got a whole buffet. They, like, they got the whole buffet or knowledge, but they only are going to give you a teaspoon for free. They're be like, here's a little bit. If you want more, if you want another teaspoon, you got to pay, which is fine. Like that model, it works. That's a model and it works. Even I do it. Like I have the free course that I have right now on Teachable. And in that free course, I tell people the, the pros and cons of using different platforms. And I'm basically telling people, this is what you can do on WordPress. This is what you can do on Wix. This is what you can do on Squarespace. This is what you can't do. This is where you're going to run into problems. That is the stuff that I give through my free course. But if you're like, hey, I want to set up Squarespace. What is my next step? You can do two things. You can either sign up on our email list, which is free. And in that email list, I believe... Yes, we send the setup guide. What do you need to prepare for any of these platforms? We automatically send that setup guide. And if you need a little bit more than that, and you need like a plan, like you're like, okay, no, I really need you to list it out. Then that's when you start to pay. Because that's the value tier. Because now I'm giving more and I have to exchange the value. So like what we do now is if you purchase our um, set it up, I think it's a personalized setup guide. Yes, that's what it's called. It's a personalized setup guide where I believe it is $19. And what you do is you basically fill out this form and then I create a personalized guide for you. Like this is your next step. This is what you need to do. So this was kind of my answer to the whole, let me pick your brain stuff. So... Again, for the, for the free. Like, it's good to get that information. It's good to gather as much as you can. Because, like, I did, I've been there on both sides. I've been on both sides where I'm giving out the information for free. And I'm trying to get all the information I can for free. Because, again, in the beginning, you're not generating revenue right away. You're just trying to figure out what the heck you are trying to sell. You're trying to figure out how do I get people to even come knock on my door. So that's what you're trying to figure out in the beginning. And it takes a lot of work to get there. And it takes and it takes a lot of time. And sometimes you do got to spend money to get to that point. But um, gather up that free information. But what you want to avoid is making sure you're not wasting your time on something that you can't benefit from without taking care of something else first. I cannot benefit off of the emails that I was sending and the social media content that I was posting, I could have benefited that because I wasn't in the right mindset to properly speak to the audience that I wanted to speak to. I had to learn that first before I just started posting stuff. And you can probably see it. Like if you look down my timeline, like you'll realize I don't have a pretty Instagram. I mean, it's great to have a pretty Instagram, 
But I had to train myself on how to do value first, value first, because for a while I just kept putting random stuff up there. And I was like, here's a picture of a screen. You remember what I do? I do websites. Here's a computer. Look, another screen. Look, some code. Oh my God, my kids. Like I just, (laughs) I just kept putting random stuff up there. So again, you have to make sure you're getting the right information and it works for the position that you're in. And if you're in one of those models where you're getting spoon fed and you're like, okay, here's a little bit for free. See if it's actually delivering value for you. If it's doing something for you, then then if they have their um, value ladder properly set up, purchase from them. Buy something small from them. Um, an entrepreneur that I admire, she's actually local. She's here... In Illinois, her name is Bianca, and um, I've been following her for a while. And the information that she gives is super duper valuable. And what she does is she gives you a lot of information for free, and then um, she emails certain sales that she has for for really specific needs, really specific like. Are you trying to do Facebook lives and you don't know what to say? Like this is the stuff you can say, like really specific needs. So that way, if you're like, hey, oh, I really like that thing she talked about last Friday, she has something for you to take you to the next step. So you, so it'll be easier to kind of invest a little bit. So that way you can learn a little bit more beyond what you learned for free. Because what people tend to do is they're like, okay, I learned X, Y, and Z from the free thing, but I don't know too much about Y and Z. So I'm going to Google some other free thing and try to learn X and Y or Y and Z. But then you find out Y and Z has some extra step to it. And like it was missing out on some other stuff. And then you like, you'll keep researching it, researching every single thing to try to fit all this free information into a strategy that's going to work for you. But the problem is you'll end up falling down a really complicated and confusing rabbit hole where you just will be overwhelmed and not know what to do, period. Like, it is very easy to get overwhelmed thinking that you need this whole formula in place to get started. And it actually hinders people. It hinders people from even taking action. I know a couple of people where they are literally still planning, (coughs) excuse me, on how to execute being public about their business or even just saying like, hey, hire me to do this thing because they they are trying to plan out every single little piece and you really got to do some trial and error. You got to try it and see if it delivers what it needs to deliver. See if you're getting the value that you need, if you're reaching the goal that you want to reach and then adjust from there because you're going to waste so much time trying to fit this whole thing together. Like, even for me, to this day, like, I have a strategy that's in place right now. <coughs> Excuse me. But there was a whole one week that I was going through a thing, and it threw my entire schedule off. And because of that one thing, I couldn't do, I couldn't get to X, Y, and Z, because I was still stuck at, like, Q, trying to get my head together. <coughs> oh, I'm coming down with a really bad coat. Oh, y'all got to excuse me today, y'all. But I figured this is the only free time I could do it. I'm going to have to do it cold and all. But yeah, you want to just try and see what works and make adjustments along the way. So it's okay to do the free. Just don't fall down the rabbit hole. Now let's flip the coin a bit. 
if you are a business owner, it is good to have freebies. That's the only way you're going to attract people. But don't do what I did. (laughs) I had the huge mistake of like, because I was quote unquote new and I thought I didn't know what I was doing. And like, I thought my designs were horrible and all this other stuff. I was doing all kinds of work for free. I was rebuilding. I was literally redesigning full-blown websites for free. I was like fixing tech issues for free. I was doing like 20 emails to fix an issue for free. And then when I was finally like, oh my God, I don't want to do any of this for free. Then I finally put a price on what I was doing and it, it only went up to like $60. And for an entire year people were only spending the max $250 to get a full-blown website for me. And it's funny that I say this now and thinking like, oh my God, what was I thinking? Back then, I was like in tears when people were telling me, increase your price, increase your price. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to survive. Oh my God, nobody's going to pay. Blah, 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 blah. Like I was in tears. Like it was painful. Like, man, I did like, and I know my friends, especially the ones that was telling me this, like, girl, increase your prices. Like I would get a lump in my throat. I would be like tears in my eyes. Like nobody's going to pay that. Nobody's going to pay. Like even some, like, they were like, just double it. Just go to 500. I was like, no, nobody's going to pay me that. Like, I was just like, no, 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 no. Cause like people are going to come for you for what you put out there. And the problem is as business owners, you can give a little bit for free. As long as it's delivering some type of value and you're not giving too much into it, you can give something for free. That's why the freebies are really good. The downloadables are really good because you're giving your experience and your advice into one cute little package. And you're like, hey, here's a, here's a little answer. Like, this is what you're struggling with. Here's the answer. So you can be relieved of all your stress. The problem that we run into is if you are constantly giving away, and I faced this problem a thousand times, and it took a thousand and one times to be like, oh, crap, I'm tired of this. But what ended up happening, or what, what, let me backtrack. If you are giving everything away for free, or everything for a really cheap price, And this is not everybody. I'm not grouping everybody into this specific type of customer. But what ends up happening is you're going to attract a certain type of customer, a certain type of customer base. And you have to think of it like how marketers see Christmas time. That's the best way to explain it. Because during Christmas time, there are many different type of shoppers. There are the shoppers who don't care about price. They're like, I want this specific perfume. I want these specific shoes. I want a trip to the Dominican Republic on this airline. This is the gift. This is the gift I'm going to give. I don't care what price is on it. You know, if you want to put a deal on there, put a deal on there. But I want a quality product. And I know in order for me to get something that is quality, it is going to cost because that is what I want. I don't want no rinky dink piece of crap that you're going to throw together last minute. I want something that's going to be good. 
There's those there's those type of Christmas shoppers. And then there's the ones who are like early on I need to plan this out to the T. <laughs> I need to plan this out. I need to know what store I'm getting what from. What am I getting off of Amazon? I know the list. This is the list. This is what I need. I'll figure out the budget as I go. This is what I think it's going to cost me. Like they plan it all out. And then there's <clears throat> the last minute shoppers where it's like, oh crap, everything's falling apart. It's on fire. All the things are on fire. I need, I need this thing and I need it now. Here's my money. Take my money and I need it now. <clears throat> Oh, this code is getting to me. <clears throat> Where they're waiting to the last minute. They want a rush job. And they just need it. They don't care. They're, just throwing, they're literally throwing that money at your face. Like, just fix it, fix it, fix it. And then there are <clears throat> the, I need a deal. I know I can get this for cheap. I just shopped around the XYZ, da 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 And this is what I want. <clears throat> and the problem is when you are putting stuff out for free... And you're putting stuff out for cheap. It's not about your feelings. <laughs> and now I wish I would have somebody would have yelled that in my face when I was like thinking these things. It is not about your feelings right now. It is about you running a business and delivering something to your customers that they are going to benefit off of. If you are putting stuff out there for super duper cheap <clears throat> or free, you are attracting those customers who are like I can get this for free let me take that oh this is at a discount how cheap can I get it from them like they'll bargain they they are brutal they will bargain they will they will get it down to the lowest 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 cost and you probably already experienced those type of people, which is nothing wrong with that. Bargain if you got a bargain. I get it because I used to suck at budgeting, still putting together how to budget. And <clears throat> if you can get something for cheaper, go for it. <clears throat> the problem is when you are constantly giving this stuff out for cheap, what's going to end up happening is a bunch of stuff. They're going to question. They're going to question the quality of it. And I've I've been a good designer since I started all the way up into now. I learned a lot of different techniques. I learned a lot of different styles. I learned my methods. I learned the rules of design. In the beginning, it was more of me getting a visual sense of like what works and what doesn't work. Me as an artist, I was able to look at websites and figure that out. And that was that was kind of my secret as I. <clears throat> went through the whole design thing because I can visually see as an artist and a lot of people some people know about the whole artist background some people don't know about the artist background um I I was not formally trained as an artist but my um my mom is was a painter like she painted and I grew up around art and I grew up wanting to be an artist and I painted and I uh drew in my sketchbook all the time and I had huge drawings and even as an adult um, I would buy these huge canvases and like I would spray paint and paint and like do all the things and um <clears throat> that was gonna be my life for like a really long time if I would let it. But then like other stuff happened. But my experiences as an artist, 
or my passion as an artist and my experiences as a technologist helped me become a good designer. So I was lucky and blessed to have that to work off of. And in the beginning, my confidence was very low because I knew UX designers were trained to look at things a certain way. And I had a little bit experience in my four years working in corporate, that last year I shifted my focus from um, being a quality analyst to a UX designer. So I was able to study um, what UX designers do and how they research and all this stuff. So I was really blessed to have those experiences. But it didn't translate into the entrepreneur world. Like my experience translated into my work, but my along with that translating my uh what is it called my imposter syndrome also translated from <laughs> my work experience to being an entrepreneur because I was new at being an entrepreneur so all that experience I had it was there but I couldn't um I couldn't translate it into a language into my marketing to tell my customers like hey I'm good at what I do pay me what I'm worth but again you put that stuff out for super duper low you're going to attract those customers that want it for super duper low and they're going to nickel and dime until they get to the bottom line like you'll hear things like i already purchased my domain name i already purchased my hosting i already purchased this i already purchased that um what if we just do this it's just a simple website it's just a one pager it's just this it's just that i don't want that much i don't need that page let's x out this 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 and that either way you're gonna have to spend a lot of mental time figuring out how this whole structure is going to work you're gonna you're gonna spend a lot of time figuring out their goals and their needs and their audience and their branding and all that stuff a lot goes into it but they don't see that part they see it like when you are super duper cheap or you're going free with it they see it almost like a um what is it called a la carte services and they try to piece it apart to make it fit within their budget and after a while, I had to flip it. I was like, okay, what is your budget? And then I'll tell you what I can do for that. And then I'll tell you what the actual price is. And like, thank God my mentor kind of coached me through that because for the longest time, I was just like, I guess I got to do it for 250 I guess I got to do it for that. And one day she told me like, flip it, flip it on them and say, okay, how much do you have? And I can tell you what I do or what I can do, whether that's an hour of work, whether that is just setting it up and not doing a design and just giving them a template and tell them like, Godspeed, like, <laughs> like flip it on people. And so that way, cause like, that is the quickest way. I promise you, if you're doing stuff for free, if you're doing some stuff for super cheap, I promise you that is the quickest way you're going to burn out. Not only is it going to be the quickest way you're going to burn out, it's going to be the quickest way for for you to want to not only hate what you're doing, but you're going to quit it within a year. You're going to quit within a year because you're going to be so frustrated with every little thing. You're going to hate it and you're not going to want to do any more projects because you realize that you're spending months, months working on your service and what you're delivering for literally super duper cheap. Because if you really looked at the hours And the time that you spent creating these services, executing these services, creating these products, if you really split out that time, you look at that time, how many hours you just spent on it, 
and how much you're getting paid and you divide it up, you're going to be like, I should have just got a job. <laughs> I should have just got a job. And it, it is a hard battle because for me, it took a lot. It took for me to understand how to flip that conversation because you get intimidated like people are aggressive like have you seen some aggressive uh shoppers who want like the biggest sale that they can get like it can get ugly it can get uh, i've been cursed out before i've been like blocked before i've been i've been through it i've been through it so um those are things that you need to consider but you don't want to suffer you don't want to suffer. You really got to figure out that value ladder and figure out, okay, if I am going to give something for free, what is it going to be? And then what can I give them past that? So it's something to think about. It's something to work on. It, ta- it takes time to figure it out, but it's worth it. Like if you can figure out your price model and you can get it out of, get it out of that low point, like you'll be super thankful in the long run. Cause trust me, it took me, it literally took me maybe, I think it took me a year. It took me a good year to be like, oh, this is what it feels like to get your proper price. Like, this is what it's like. So, um, again, free is great. Getting things for free is great. Getting a service for free is great. Even giving out freebies is great because what you don't want to do is have somebody pay for something that they could have easily got for free. They, then they're going to be like, what did I pay for? That Oh, that, oh. I could definitely talk on that, but <laughs> but I don't even want to think about it because oh, it was so oh man, that feeling is even a worse feeling. Like when you paid for something and you up in that thing and like you received it, like whether it's a webinar or if it's a uh, downloadable or if it's like some type of class, and you all up in there and you like. I literally <laughs> Google this. I li- literally can Google this and get all the all the stuff that you're giving me right now. Like that is horrible. You don't want that to happen, but it happens. So um, again, trial and error. Like try what works for you. If it doesn't work, make adjustments. And with that said, we're going to end this episode, and we'll talk to y'all next time. Y'all have a great week. I'm out. <laughs>